Hi guys, Jamie here from the Blackboard Podcast, and this is a quick segment about one of our sponsors, AH Memorials. AH Memorials are an independent monumental masons of Beeston, and they offer a caring professional service. They do new memorials, full renovation of old memorials, pet memorials, and even house number plaques. And uh, he gives out free brochures, so contact uh, Glenn Andrews on 07834. 315084. So that is 0783 Or email anhmemorial at hotmail.co.uk. Glenn provides a great service. He's a great friend of mine, really friendly, and uh, he can really, really help you out if you're in need of a uh, monument. A monument. So, um, yeah, they can, um, um, a memorial, sorry. So if you want a memorial doing, Glenn's your man. Check him out, guys. Thank you very much and enjoy the episode. Hello there. Hello. Hi. So, guys, today we are here with uh, Steve, and we did uh, episode 12 together. So before you listen to this one, you might want to listen to that one first. Um, but before I mention anything else about the episode, may I just say, make sure to check out our sponsor, A&H Memorials, who were mentioned in the segment before, um, and they provide a really friendly and great service to you. So... Today's episode, you may be asking, what is today's episode about? As it is called episode 15 with Steve Colby, and you might not be aware of exactly what we're talking about. Well, it's the media. Um, something, I've want to speak, spoke, blah, something I've wanted to speak about for quite a long time now. Um, I have a passion for, for talking, and, um, and obviously some outlets have the same passion for the sole purpose of making money and not for the uh, mental health of the people and thinking about what they're actually publishing. So I'm going to ask Steve a few questions. Um, I'm sure he'll put some my way too. But the first question I want to ask is, what is your opinion, Steve, on the media overall? Uh, The media overall, if you ask me right now, is... Poor. I have a very, very poor opinion of them at the moment. I don't think they're covering themselves in any glory whatsoever. And they do really have a very important job to do right now. And one that I don't think they're doing full justice to. Hmm. I would agree. I think that on that, because obviously I don't want this episode to just be slating the media. Um, we are going to give the best um, sort of views on this um through our opinion you might not agree with us and you can send us in a message and we can definitely talk to you about that maybe have you on a podcast yourself um but of course the media during lockdown we've been in a lockdown for oh god how many i don't know how many months we were in a full lockdown for um i think it was about four four maybe well it was very hard to tell when the lockdown actually ended wasn't it well yeah it was quite a we switched between uh, policies and whatever very, very quickly. So um, rules and regulations changed. So I'd say whatever, how many months, but we were in for a while. Um, and during that time, we were all watching TV. Now, whether people say, oh, I went out for a run every day, I was actually doing things. I can imagine at one point in your day, you went home and turned the TV on and went, ah, I wonder what today's news is going to be about. Oh, well, it's just coronavirus again. Well, this is the problem that I have. The media during the 
however many months we were off for, um, has spread not only false information, and not just about COVID, other situations as well, uh, but specifically COVID, but it has also damaged the mental health of the population of not just the UK, but uh, the whole world um, that has freedom of the media. Um, and I think as well, in terms of what's going on at the moment, obviously, probably a massive decider in the US presidency. Um, it's a huge, we can't deny it, although we just see him as the crazy orange man or the stupid old man, Joe Biden, or whatever you want to say, um, going off what other people have said. Um, you can't deny that the US election is a huge part of our, well, of our system in the West. Um, and the media has massively uh, biased towards uh, the candidates and have pushed that agenda on the people listening. And so my next question to you there, Steve, would be, do you think the media is biased? And if so, who to? I think the media is biased, but I think the media is biased depending on the brand. Yeah. Uh, certainly in America, you have certain news channels that will support Trump and you have certain news channels that will support Biden. Um, that's exactly the same in the UK. You know, the Guardian is Labour, the Telegraph is, tele uh, is Tory. Mm. It's it's there, the bias is there, and as long as you know that, you can select which bias you want. But if you continually view one of them, you're not going to get the full picture. Agreed. I, I, I completely agree. Although I couldn't name the American uh, side to biased because I've heard all of the this one's biased, this one's biased and they've kind of poked it at each other um, I couldn't tell you much about the US but obviously yeah in the UK we do have that um, and it's it's like with Facebook for example um, I think the I it might just be down to the algorithm which to be fair it probably is but the amount of pro-Trump um, sort of propaganda if you like has been shoved down my throat by Facebook. It's unbelievable, you know. I think I think that is possibly true, but that is down to money, mm. because if you look at any of the media organisations, where wherever they are in the world, generally it's all about money into that media organisation's pockets, whether that be via newspaper sales, clicks on the websites. Um, adverts on the websites, etc., etc. A lot of it is about market share for themselves. And the news is almost a byproduct, I think. So it's become more of a business than a public service, you would agree? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's the issue. You know, at the end of the day, I don't, you know, companies run on money unless they're obviously you know, a non-profit, not-for-profit organisation. Um, and I can completely understand that companies need money in order to run and people want to make profit i can completely understand that um the idea of running a business isn't we're not demonizing anybody that runs a business or even runs a media outlet because not all are the same um but the issue is is when that you're trying to make mega bucks the the con so how can i put it if you when you're trying to make mega bucks at the sacrifice 
of uh, the population's mental health. There's something quite evidently wrong there, isn't there? There is, but to a degree we do it to ourselves. I mean, if I take an example, um, and people might think, oh, why are you going to pick on the BBC? Well, I'm not picking on the BBC, but um, a few weeks in the UK, ago in the UK, they managed to fill several hours with absolutely nothing other than rumour and gossip and so-called expert analysis. Mm. Uh, and at the start of that particular day, there was only three facts that we knew. One, that the Prime Minister was going to chair a COBRA meeting, then he was going to make a, um, an announcement to the House of Commons, and then he was going to make um, an announcement to the to the population. That was all we knew. And they managed to fill about three and a half, four hours of the morning. And I, you know, I don't know what that gained them because all the news channels were doing the same, just trying to hype it up and guess what was going to happen. And it's very unhelpful. And it's, it's literally sensationalism trying to get viewers. I agree. And I think it's caused a lot of anxiety um, within the population as well. Cause I know personally that, things that have been said on the news have affected me you know whether it be um well mostly the coronavirus sort of thing you know i don't want to have to worry about family members or friends or you know etc etc but you're in a position where are the facts really being told and i'm not going down the conspiracy theory route i don't want you to think i am but genuinely the amount of things that have been said but they've gone back on is is crazy it's absolutely mental and I, I think that with the media, um, although there is um, some positives, the majority of it is just negative ramming down your throat, you know, and but then again, but people choose to, you know, watch the news. People, you know, choose to do these things. And, and I suppose that's the way it is. And there's no way you can just eradicate what the media say without making it some sort of communist dictatorship. Absolutely. The freedom of the press is a very precious thing that we should acknowledge and cherish. However, with that comes a level of responsibility to be responsible with that power, if you like, because it is power. They are, as you said earlier, affecting people's lives with what they are saying. Yeah. And when they confuse messages, when they overanalyze, when they put their viewpoint across, it is concerning to me. They they say they're unelected and they don't ha don't have that many controls, and it's wrong, to be honest. Mm. I agree. I, I, I don't want to obviously. I don't want to make this um, episode entirely negative, um, mm. because obviously, in theory, we are a media outlet, Steve. You know, obviously, the Grumps Blog um, podcast is a really great podcast, and I do recommend you checking out Steve's podcast. Um, and we are effectively news outlets, um, and I'm sure, I don't know if you've had the same, but there's things that I've said in the past um, in terms of episodes that I knew were wrong, um, I knew were untrue, um, and it's just like with real life, you know, we're talking to friends or whatever, you know, you know you've said something and you know it's wrong and you regret it completely. Um, and, um, and as a media sort of outlet, if you like, you try your best to make amends from that. Um, and try and make better and more factual episodes based on actual facts. Um, 
and you know and there i think you have it facts there's precious few of those in circulation mm. and whatever government is in power at the moment whether it be red or blue or yellow or even pink with purple spots they are going to get slated for not giving clear messages but they're in an impossible situation because the press confuse it mm. i agree and ultimately, you know, the facts that the government states or wherever you want to get them from, but the facts are the facts. And they should be very clearly uh, marked in the media as this is the actual fact. And then all the experts' opinion, theories and all the other kind of stuff should be labelled as such. Yeah, I think that facts over theory, right? You know, I think at the end of the day, I could have as many theories as I want, you know, but if there's no fact, if it's not fact uh, backed, if you like, then it is just at the end of the day, it's not, it's not true. Um, you know, and, and by facts backed, I don't mean what one person said. Maybe try and get what five people have said and decide what you think is right and use quotes or whatever. Um, but obviously, that is the, the problem we face, you know, we, as you said, it's important to preserve what we have. Freedom of the media is important, as it is to ourselves, um, because obviously without that, we probably wouldn't be allowed to be talking about the thing we're talking about now or criticising anybody uh, if you were to do that. And I think that the important role of the media um, is crucial. It is a very, very crucial service, and it, we do need it. Um, but I think... The idea of facts, uh, the, the definition of facts needs to be rechecked by some other people uh, up in the media departments because I can tell that fake news is spreading like a virus and it's, uh, it's certainly devastating. Absolutely, and, and they, people have started doing fact checks and stuff like this, and that shouldn't be necessary. Oh, it shouldn't be. Like a... Yeah, like I say, I have no problem with people having opinions. I, and I love discussing things and, and opinions make people interesting. However, the opinions I form are based on researched facts. So I won't just listen to the BBC. I won't just listen to Sky. I won't listen to LBC. I will listen to a mix of them. I will go on to the appropriate websites to actually get the facts yeah. and then I will for, form my opinion of those facts. So I only use the media to sort of say, well, if, is that a topic I want to be interested in? And then I go away and I find the facts. I agree. I think it is this idea of mass produced nonsense at times. If you could call it that, you see news app now and you can say, you know, testing must be improved blah 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 it's the coronavirus briefing and i think probably the top three maybe four five things are covid other than the maxwell um the maxwell epstein uh hearing which i'm extremely interested in and doing my own research into that um is mostly covid as i say and we spoke about the mental health briefly earlier of the people and Although um, it is important to remember that we are in a pandemic and stuff, do the media need, need to constantly post about things such as 
for example, Nottinghamshire Live, we're going, we might be going into a tier three lockdown. Might. Yeah, we might. Yes, true, we might. But it's not a fact. Exactly. So if I, if I went on Facebook now and I said, guys, we might become millionaires, that would get everybody excited. And everybody's like, oh, what, 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 what? But it might, it's not necessarily true. When they say something like that, we might go into a tier three lockdown. Everybody gets anxious, but it's not true. It's not factual. Nothing's been confirmed. And, yeah. and, that, and that is the, the problem I have with the media. Well, I, I think the, the other problem is with it is that it is, in these days, so easily accessible. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm a little bit older than you, just by a couple of years. But I remember when we didn't have the internet and it was half an hour news bulletin at six o'clock and one at 10 o'clock and then the newspapers and that was where you got your news mm. and the good side of that is a you couldn't overload on it because it wasn't there all the time and you could really you know it controlled you, you it didn't control you should i say it was there it was one point of view and there wasn't thousands of pieces of analysis and also repeat because i find what i was doing um in lockdown is i would have the news on nearly all the time at one stage yeah. and that was just too much absolutely too much i was sat there looking and obviously it was all negative and yeah it, it really really upset me it is so it's horrific because you know i've never personally um majorly been affected by the news um in sort of terms of mentally but lockdown really did worry me um and that was more driven by the news and yeah having the news on all the time was something i had a little radio sort of thing set up um and after switching... and all you're doing mm. yeah and all you're doing in those circumstances is actually looking for the news you want to see you know, you were looking for some good news and there wasn't any and you were just listening to the same bad news, recycled, recycled. Um, and yeah, and that is certainly not good for you. It's not. But but as I say, Steve, I can imagine that, I mean, the reason certainly was for me, the reason to create my podcast was to try and spread positivity um, and also have something for people to focus on and listen to. Because obviously there will be episodes that we make, such as this one, that won't be the most positive um, of all, I was just going to say you're str you're struggling with positivity on this one. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, hundred percent we are, yeah. Steve. But I'm I'm going to definitely bring it more positive now because the I'm going to stop talking about mainstream media because I think we've covered that. Um, and you can develop your own opinion on it. It's a very controversial subject, so I can understand if this isn't your thing and you don't want to listen. Um, but message me and see what. Tell me what you think about it. We can talk about it. It's really interesting. But things like like very small media news sources, um, such as ourselves, um, you know, I know for a fact from listening to, to your podcast that they are not negative. Um, they are very positive. And I do try to keep mine as positive as possible, um, but whilst also trying to make it interesting as well. Um, and I try and be, yeah, I try and be reflective. I, I acknowledge that there's there's bad out there. But there's also good. And, you know, whilst things may be bad, there's 
a way out of it, perhaps. You know, I, the recent one I did was called Lies, Damn Lies and Statistics, mm. which is another topic in its own right, in as much that if you want facts, then people often bury themselves in statistics, and that's dangerous. Um, and I, I tried to give some advice or at least in, inform as to how I do it. You know, I, I, I have two or three metrics that I monitor and I understand what, they what they're telling me. And that's what I monitor. I don't look at all the other rehashed stats, everything, and, and, and listen to what people are saying about them. I do it myself and I, I, I think what I want to know. And I look for the stats to give me the answer. And I acknowledge that the answer I'm going to get may not be the one I want. Mm. And you just have to kind of accept that. Yeah. That's the thing. And I'm, I'm sure that, but although, um, you know, we've both had um, our fair share of fantastic episodes um, that have been really positive and people have sat in lockdown. Um, for example, with my one, obviously it was more, into the main lockdown i mean there was episodes that i made and i heard people say that's really cheered me up that's made my day you know and things like that mm. that made my day um and it's glad to know that i'm happy on somebody um you know and i, I, th I think and that's I, I would, what you want as well yeah i would reflect back on when covid really hit hit and lockdown really hit and if you looked in the news you looked in the local news or just around you in the community there was so so much good stuff happening the the community came together they supported each other the people who were vulnerable and sheltering were being helped people were doing the shopping for everybody everybody you know there's a there's a book little book club in a in a cupboard down the my road which started about that time there were so many good things and some really good positive news and that was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, because it, it obviously it wasn't all negative. Um, I think in terms of my personal view of lockdown, it's been a productive, um, but obviously worrying time, but mostly productive. I've been, I haven't been lazy. I've been working on this quite hard. Um, and, you know, obviously we're back at school now and whatever's going on with that, that's very stressful. Um but it's nice to have something to do. And I, I think that um, I enjoy making the episode as much as other people are, will love listening to it, you know, and I hope people listen today and take a listen to some of yours as well, because I listen to your podcasts every time they're released, first day they're released. And I really, really enjoy one, them. One o'clock every Friday. The next one is already scheduled. There you go. So where can my, my listeners find your podcast, Steve? Oh, well, you can find it on wherever you get your um, podcasts from. So that means whether it be, that be Spotify, Anchor, Apple, it's it's out there. It's on all, all the places. And the website is thegrumps.co.uk. Oh, see, there you go. So once you finish this one and you've thought, oh, what an episode, what an episode. Yeah. You can also listen to Steve's. And um, I may point out as well, Steve is actually the guy that, has produced my website for me so a big thank you there to steve um, and may i just say we are the best media outlets around <laughs> <laughs> well other than nottingham hospitals radio but there you go oh, of course 
And a quick yeah. mention as well, I think I will be getting a clip of last night's interview I did on Nottingham Hospital Radio, um, of which I hopefully will be able to share with everybody. Um, and you can all listen. Um, thank you, Steve, for having me yesterday. It was a pleasure. Um, it was a pleasure having you on the show. I really enjoyed that. I was very nervous, but uh, we we did it. I was still shocked I did it. I'm still very nervous now about doing podcasting and radio and the likes, you know. So, yeah, it was interesting. But good. It's. I mean, it, it's a really nice thing, as as I said on the show yesterday in our interview. Mm. What you've done is extremely positive. You you. For me, you're trying to support the community. You're trying to promote good news and good services. You know the the ones about the music and stuff like that. It's it's brilliant, and that's local news, yeah. in effect, not national news. And I think or international news. And we have to give the local news its space as well because that's far more personal than and something we can perhaps some of it control whereas the national and international stuff we're just bystanders exactly and and, and although i don't censor anything i say i don't hold back on anything i've said if i've said anything wrong in my previous episodes i i've admitted to that um and in terms of the news segments that i've done i have mainly um if not a hundred percent spoke about things that are true um, and fact-based and you know i'm continuing to run my new segment um which hopefully will be back next week it's a bit of an on and off thing really because obviously we're back this saturday talking about mma um with kyle and ben but it, it is what it is really we live in a world where you can easily turn on your phone and news notification pops up um, and that's the reality of it um, it is the rea- it is the reality of it, and there was an interesting statistic, and I, I'm always very careful of statistics. But if you go on YouTube and um, search for "Did you know?", you'll find some videos, and they just they're really good. They're normally played to music, and they'll just give you some facts and figures. Yeah, and one of them I think was something along the lines of in one week's in the 1800s or something like that one week's uh, worth of New York Times um, news is equivalent to about an hour of the information that we have available today that is that is just mental that that might be misquoting it, but if you go on there and have a look, um, they come out with some really interesting facts and figures that, whilst I couldn't comment on their accuracy, they do make you think. Mm. And I think there's too much news. It's too easily accessible. I think as a human race, we've created too much information and there's a tipping point somewhere where we can't cope with it anymore. I'm, you know, obviously, I think that in terms of the media, um, as we said, there's nothing we can really do. Um, But instead of turning on your TV and just listening to the BBC every day or every second of your life when you're quickly flicking through the news and worrying about things, you can listen to a podcast and you can 
you know, and maybe our news will be a week late or maybe our news will be a bit random. Uh, maybe our news will be more personal. Maybe it'll be more local, whatever. Um, I always say support, support small businesses, but also support small pod- podcasts as well. Um, you know, we, uh, me and Steve well, have made quality podcasts and we love, you know, people listening to them. And I think it'd be good if you can give us a thumbs up and a bit of feedback on our podcasts. Um, as I well, understand, my, Steve has my new, reviews. Yeah, my new tagline that I sometimes use is we're asked to shop local, so why not listen local? That's a great saying. Well, there you go. And that would be my local, saying. Listen well. local. Yeah. Well, there you go. So listen local as well, because we are completely local to uh, Beeston, obviously. And I'm extremely proud of being from where I am. And 100% this podcast will stay local. Um, and we will venture, of course, um, out of Beeston. But we will never forget our roots. And that is the most important part of it. Um, but finishing on a positive note, Steve... I've really enjoyed making this episode with you. As I said, Nottingham Hospital Radio, I'll get the clip of me on the interview and I'll put it out there yeah, on it's Facebook. In, it, it's in my bag. It's in his bag. He's got it. He's got yeah, it ready, guys. Got it. So I'll, it, I'll post yeah. it out tonight, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Um, or whenever's possible. Um, and you guys can listen to that. Um, so, yeah, that's our basic opinions on the media. Um Fingers crossed we can do another episode, hopefully in the studio, talking face-to-face. Um, I hope you've really enjoyed this episode. Um, Steve, thank you for coming along for this episode. My pleasure. And I really hope you enjoy it. Don't forget to share, of course, and listen to the Grumps Blog podcast as well. Um, thank you all. and See you soon.